Polycure Podcast Engaged. Hello and welcome to Precure Podcast Engaged, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Freddy Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your very Freddy Chifo. And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we have another guest to join us to talk about episode 26, Goodbye Meeple and Mipple? No way! Also known as Saying Goodbye is Never Easy. But yes, we have a guest to join us for the last episode of the Jawa. Please yep, this introduce is it. yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tanner. I'm very tall, and I'm made entirely out of mid two thousand CGI. <laughs> and with the ex- with the boost in power that you're giving us, we'll be able to defeat the evil that is Futari Wapiti here. Exactly. Yes. And. Bring peace to the land of Ben Ten. I don't. This metaphor doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> yes. So today's this the last episode. I know we made this joke before, but this time it's for real. I was really concerned, <laughs> but listen, I went into this episode completely blind. All I knew was stuff I've heard from you guys. I didn't watch any of the episodes between the last episode you aired and now. This was in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here thinking that I know that these girls have two seasons. Is this just the season finale? Am I the finale guest? <laughs> I am not this special. You are. The, the, I picked you specifically actually, for this episode, have like actually. another 26 episodes before we even get to the second season. <laughs> Cassidy. I'm letting Tanner in on the joke. I was, oh, okay. I was just very confused. Uh. <laughs> and then I thought maybe I'd watch the wrong episode, and then I had a nightmare where all the fairies were judging me. <laughs> oh, mm. no. That's not a joke. I woke up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You're in too well, now. what I can say. <laughs> I, I think Polin and Mipple would probably not judge you. Meeple would absolutely judge you, so you do have to be afraid of that. Okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Yes, but before we get into the bulk of the episode, we have questions. Yeah. So, the way it seems, you've never seen Pretty Cure before, yes? I've never seen a full episode of Pretty Cure. However, I have watched several montages of transformation sequences because this they loves a transformation sequence. Mm. They are very good. There are some very good transformation sequences later on. But none in this episode. Mm. No, this episode they were no. transformed the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were taken from Field of Lights. That was not yes. what it was called. Well, I accidentally kept calling the Field of Rainbows the Field of Dreams in my notes, which is a different thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, aren't they basically the same thing? I mean, you can only play baseball on the Field of Rainbows, which I guess means the Field of Dreams is a subset of the Field of Rainbows. But that's... We don't have time to discuss this. <laughs> the Field of Dreams is where the baseball pretty cure takes place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. One day we'll watch it. If it doesn't exist, one day it will exist, and then we'll watch it. Pretty sports job cure. Uh, <laughs> so, between Cure Black and Cure White... Who would you say is your favorites? Um, I like 
cure black because she causes a ruckus. <laughs> yes, we will never have nice. anyone say cure white at this rate. Listen, cure white is fine. <laughs> but I am... I feel like we had... Go ahead. There's nothing inherently wrong with cure white, but I think we just run in a circle of mm. people where we're all just extremely chaotic. There's no one who's, like, relaxed enough to appreciate Cure White. Tanner, I will say that you are wrong. There is exactly one thing that is wrong with Cure White, and it says she doesn't practice proper science safety. (laughs) That's true, but but that's not her living on the edge. She's just being dumb. Listen, I'm pretty sure we've had at least one guest say Cure White was their favorite. I don't remember who it was, but I swear I remember someone saying it was Cure White. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Yes. I mean, if you've been a guest on this podcast, and you said Cure White was your favorite over Cure Black, you hit us up. So I can be sure I didn't make this up. (laughs) 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 Alright, so we start this episode uh, with a bit of what happened last episode, where Ikubo bursts out of the ground. Drags the pretty cures to hell. Yes, he kidnaps them. And drops them down in front of the Jakku King. He looks like Chernabog. You know, he does. Now that you were saying that, you're right. Hmm. He is kind of like a devil figure. Yeah. Also, uh, Ilkubo has no neck. (laughs) So the thing with Ikubo is that he did used to have a neck because he used to be white Piccolo. Yes. Um, and then he became this because he was just so mad about being killed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes you just get so angry you become a weird monster. Mm-hmm. He's no neck and all forehead. Yes. Yes. He's like a goomba. And completely unfazed by damage. <laughs> yes. Yes, because when they appear in the uh, Jizuka zone, uh, the Jakku King introduces themselves. And then Ikubo says that this is gonna be their grave, and he, like, sucks up all the, like, the- Because there's, like, a bunch of, like, not clouds, but, like- It's fog. Stuff. Like a mist. Fog. Yeah. And he, like, sucks it all up, and, like, transforms him from, like, into, like, a more solid form, so instead of looking like a Zakena, he looks more like a weird monster that doesn't have a neck. He does lose his weird bad shirt, and yes. that's fine. <laughs> Yes. I wrote down he becomes some naked abomination. I think that's accurate. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. But he's like a Ken doll, so it's fine. A really weird Ken doll. It's like if you took a Ken doll and just held the top of him over a flame for a little bit and everything just kind of melted inwards. <laughs> and oh, also you no. put like a weird branding on his chest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so they're trying to fight Ikubo and it's, it's not going well. Ikubo is very strong. I do like how he starts, he starts like a whole speech about how much they suck and they're going to die and they don't even say anything. They just start trying to fight him. This is like the third time in a row they've had to fight him. Like, they're just done with him. They're, they're, you know, they're extremely Steve Rogers in that they can do this all day. Yeah. I mean. We'll see even more evidence of that later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We do Um, get, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to like jump ahead a lot. <laughs> ah. Well, I was gonna cut because I said I was gonna say lightning strikes, and we cut back to the field of light uh, briefly, where Senior. Yes, we see the giant queen. Uh, she doesn't answer. She's just sitting after there. Senior asks, "What?" I mean, 
Yeah. Last episode when she talked, her mouth didn't move. She didn't move at all last episode. So, like, it's really weird. I would argue that she doesn't move at all this episode either. I mean. Technically, she does. Yeah. The bare minimum. Uh, there's a scene after this, back during the fight between the Predicures and um, Ikubo, where he's about to hit a motherfucker <laughs> yes. with another motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> And just throws Kira White at Kira Black, but then Kira White like corkscrews rapidly to launch herself directly into the dirt roll. Yes. to the side <laughs> in midair. It's it's, it's so part. very good. It's very good. Yeah, because they're still trying to fight Ikubo, and it's still not going well. Ikubo's still kicking their butts, but mm-hmm. eventually, after he like throws him into this fuck, he goes to like try and like murder them and he builds up this punch yeah he also does this one move before this where he like throws a tiny little speck of dust that obliterates everything behind yeah. them i don't know what that was it was badass but he's just so angry i guess if you get murdered you'd be angry enough to change forms yeah. twice more i mean we've never seen any of the other jusuke's own generals do this are they generals could you imagine if Pissard oh had done this? Can you imagine Pissard with no neck? Would the would would he still have hair? That's I the important like he would question. He still have the hair if he turned into this. He has to, right? That's the most important part. That and like just being very well dressed. Yes. You know that Looney Tunes character that's just like the big orange hairball with the sneakers. Oh my god! That's Pissard. Uh-huh. That's super Pissard. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll never know, because Ikubo didn't have hair before he transformed into this, so I would much prefer Pissard was here than Ikubo. Shout out to- Yeah, honestly, I'd much prefer Pissard was here than most people. (laughs) Would you say Pissard's your favorite of the Jusuku Zone? I might. Mm, Even more than Kiria? Yes, definitely more than Kiria. Now I'm thinking about Cure Pissard. (laughs) Hmm... Because I know we joked about Kiria becoming a pretty here. All right. We can't think about this right now. You can keep going. I'll think about <laughs> it some more. Yes. So I almost said Pissard because we were just talking about him. No. Eek. Okay. Hold on. One yes. more thing about Pissard. Um, because I was talking about how I'd much rather have Pissard in most situations. I'm imagining the last episode with um, Geki Drago, but with Pissard <laughs> wearing a shark God. suit. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Oh god, now I'm thinking a lot about Kizard, like, replacing all the others. Alright, we gotta go. I can't fall into this web of... Uh, yeah, so he's about to murder them, and also, by extension, Wisdom and the Prism yes. Stones. Because he's here too. Yeah, he's up on the rock that he, they got, like, thrown into. But before he can unleash this massive punch, lightning strikes again, and it starts striking him, and... He gets murdered. Yeah, yeah. King Jack. Yeah. King Jack Chernabog just force lightnings them to death. <laughs> he had to protect the prism yes. stones. You see, they're the most important thing. They do all seven of them. All seven chaos animals will allow you <laughs> to summon the dragon. And wait, hmm, I think I'm a little confused. Is ja- what is darkness, anyways? What is a man? <laughs> What is computer? What are birds? <laughs> what is computer? <laughs> D- 
darkness is everything in this world. Yes. He, because right after he kills Ikubo, he's like, what is darkness? You know, what is it? Like, don't like, uh, I don't know, but I'm not going to forgive you for murdering Ikubo, even though Ikubo tried to kill us. So I, if I was them, I wouldn't be like so worked up about uh, the Jakku King killing Ikubo, but like, I get it. Yeah, wisdom's pretty cool with it. it <laughs> yeah, it's like a situation where it's like, well, you're even more evil yeah. than I thought, you know? We... Cut. Is this the part where we cut to, like, the actual... Yeah. Yeah, this is... Yes. Okay, so this is the part they cut over back to Earth, back to the Field of Rainbows, and the weather report is darkness. <laughs> yep. The sun, like, kind of, it's, like, blocked out, and we see a brief scene of, uh, what is his name? Nagisa's younger brother. Ryota. Ryota. I think. Sure that's Riku. It. And he's like... That's... Oh, let me look up what the name of that Geki Drago episode I was talking about right. was. You can keep going. He's out on his porch, and he's like, hey, uh, what's going on? And his mother from inside the house is like, maybe it, we're just going to get rain. And he's like, I don't see any clouds making a point that adults are useless. Although, the ending of this episode confirms the suspicion we had about one of the characters. Yes, we'll have to come back to that. Anyways, yes, it yes. was Ryuta. So we cut from that back to the Dusuku zone, the dark zone. And Nagisa and Honoka are also in darkness. Yes, because darkness is everything yes. in this world. Darkness will turn everything back to nothing. No matter how hard you fight, it's useless. Everything begins and ends in darkness. Yes. This is some real Kingdom Hearts bullshit. Yeah. Darkness. 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 <laughs> Submit. Kingdom Hearts. There should be. If anyone runs a uh, uh uh, what is the name of that? An official game. They should have a pretty cure world. Well, we talked about after we recorded the last episode how I did find a fan fiction <laughs> that is not anywhere near being worked on anymore, and it's a yes. single paragraph. Um, but based on the description, it would have Nagisa wielding a keyblade. That's a good image. Yes, but back here. Uh, losing my place in my notes. Uh, the dark dude tries to yes. eat the prism stones. Yeah, he slurps wisdom over with a force pull. But Nagisa is able to, like, jump into the air and, like, grab it before she, like, starts plummeting towards the ground. <laughs> He's like, oh no, I jumped too good. <laughs> oh no, I jumped really good, but I don't land so good. Oh no, gravity works. <laughs> you might not think it works in the Jizuku zone, but it does. Gravity and darkness, two completely separate things. See, I was thinking that perhaps gravity oh. was a force of evil. Ah. That explains so much. Hmm. Does that mean that space is good because there's no gravity in space? Yes. Space is good for lots of reasons. All right. Yes, but before Nagisa can impact the ground, Honoka is able to catch her. Yes. Um, and the reason they keep fighting, when asked by the dark dude, the pretty cure say, it would make Meeple and Mipple sad <laughs> yes. if he lost. They love their fairy partners. Listen, they fight for their friends. I don't care about darkness or fate. <laughs> I mean, they do say they're also fighting for their friends. <laughs> yes. Even if the world- The of friends oh. include- Go, sorry, no, go ahead. Their friends include Mipple and Meeple is all. <laughs> Even if- Much like my favorite Fire Emblem character from Smash uh, Brothers, yes. they fight for their friends. Byleth. Okay, Tanner, you can you can say your words. Even if the world of light will be destroyed someday, that day isn't now. We won't lose. Yes. 
They want to protect what's important to them. And then they prepare to do their finishing move, and right as they're about to blast it at them, it goes to yes. an end. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Great timing. I love it. You know, you gotta leave the people in suspense. I didn't pause to emphasize says. the suspense. I just forgot the word suspense. <laughs> you weren't pausing in anticipation? <laughs> No, I just forget words all the time. That's fair. I've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> hmm. Do we think that perhaps Tim Curry just forgot the word? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's possible. Hmm. He would never tell us the truth. He wouldn't tell us. Anyways, light has no power in the presence of Yeah, darkness. they're marble screwed. <laughs> great. Love that. That's a great one. Mmm. Tasty. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> but listen... Now it's time for Deus Ex Machina because the CGI queen is standing up. Yes. Yes, we don't see her stand. It just but cuts Based her on the reactions standing. of her court, this is the first time she has ever stood up, ever. Yes. And she flies to the Jizuku Zone so she can stand behind Honoka and Nagisa. Yes, the Queen of Light yes. goes to hell. And she is about the same size as the Jakku King, so I guess in- Well, it, they say that they are two sides of the yes. same coin. I guess if you want to rule a realm, you have to be tall. And so that's why I'm saying we should change our electoral system that the tallest person gets to be president. Hmm. Uh, I'm sure it would work out fine. I don't know who the tallest person is in America. I feel like if we enacted that, I would get to be mayor. Oh. Oh no, there is one guy actually in town who is taller than me. I know it's not supposed to go off topic, but... You could be deputy mayor. I could be. Now I'm the sheriff. Who's the tallest person in the world? Okay. Ah, uh, this person's dead, though. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be the first time we've had a dead person in office in this United States. His name is Robert Wadlow, and uh, he is 8 feet and 11 inches tall. I feel like there's been someone taller. And the tallest living person is Sultan Kyosin. Um... He is over eight feet. Yeah, but is he eight feet eleven inches? Because then, if not, this guy beats him. No, he 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 doesn't beat out Robert Wadlow's corpse. <laughs> well, hold on. Here's the thing: is that if he received a traditional burial, that leaves Robert Wadlow at like what negative or just like two and eleven feet or two feet eleven inches. We can't accounting for the six feet. We under. can't talk about this. We have to keep going. <laughs> anyways they're two sides of the same coin to destroy one is to destroy the other that's not true as we see well is it it is true i mean do you see the queen again after this i guess not are you saying she dies off screen i'm saying she pours all of her body's essence into this a shining star marble screw she's also the legendary warriors will, who will bring salvation also, she's pretty chill with dying herself also the song that plays uh yeah during this whole thing where like she appears and like Daraku is like oh nothing you do is gonna help if you destroy me or die she's like i have to help them you know they're strong they won't they don't give up they're gonna protect what's important to them and that's why they're the legendary warriors and why i have to help them the song that plays underneath this is very good <clears throat> the legendary warriors who will bring salvation. Yes, sorry. So they get to use their big move once more. And as he tries to, like, hurt them, the queen, like, becomes, like, this more, like, ghostly type figure instead of this giant CGI one. Yeah, and she's, like, regular-sized as the 
dark dude sends like a darkness spiral back down the marble screen to yeah. attack them. Yeah, she shrinks herself down and gives up so much power that she goes into TV yes. animation. It's a shame, really. But, you know, you just can't have that much power all the time. And with her help, they destroy this man, this weird Chernabog man. So some important things to notice here, as the dark dude is enveloped and absorbed by the blast, is that one, the chains yes. break. Uh, and two, afterwards, we see some things fly off really yes, fast. Yes, I made a note. They're probably just Gomena. Nothing to yes. worry about. I'm sure it's all it's fine. Simply, I counted three things go flying off. I'm sure we'll never have to worry about that ever. It's just organs. It's fine. <laughs> it's just organs. Uh, thing to note, we never get anything about Kyria. So if he wasn't murdered when he went back to the Jizuku Zone, he's all alone now there. If the Jakku King is destroyed, would that destroy all the others? Because they were made from him? Um, they were made using the power of darkness imbued with the prism stones. We could make new generals, and they'd be nice. We can make good Pissard. He's like bad Pissard, but he has normal hair. No, his hair has to stay ridiculous. His that's Would that even be Pissard anymore then, Tanner? <laughs> You know what? You're right. Look deep in yourself. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Clearly the evil of Passard is actually contained in the shoulder pads. Yeah, just give him like a regular suit. Maybe next, I mean, we don't have a next episode, but he could come back as like just a normal teacher. You know, you defeat enemies and they become your friends. That's, this is not a shonen anime, but... It could be. Okay, but what if Passard became the Giles to the Pretty Cures Buffy the Vampire Slayer? That would be incredible. That has to exist out there somewhere, right? If it doesn't, it needs to. Did you guys sort Buffy into uh, Magical Girl or not? Or is that to, to be determined? Um, let me check my spreadsheet. Because <laughs> I know we have a new thing in the to be determined list. Because on, on the one hand, she doesn't have a transformation sequence. On the other hand, Joss Whedon like, has stated that he was partly influenced by Sailor Moon. And on a third hand, fuck Joss Whedon. So I'm not really sure where we fall on this. I didn't realize you had three hands. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is not on this list. So let me add that to the Toby Determined. Right underneath Kim Possible. Ah. But yes, the Jakku King is destroyed. Uh, the Volcano is also like kind of wrecked what the weird thing coming up out of the ground he was standing in because he doesn't have legs and the sun comes back to the real world and the three of them return to the field of lights and the cgi queen does show up again and she is cgi again okay Ah, okay i did not notice i must have been writing a note yes and this time the ritual the with the prism stone is able to succeed and it showers glitter all over the field of lights. Who knew the power of creation was just like a jar full of glitter? <laughs> it's like some kind of glitter force. Oh no! Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you know, that's actually a really good name for a pretty cure season. Maybe we should jot that down. <laughs> After Futariwa, I'm not going to be able to do the also known as a title name until we get to the stuff that's also yes. Glitter Force. So I'm, I'm here so for So you're going to have to make some up. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I can do that. I'm pretty good at naming things. (laughs) I believe in you, Cassidy. Uh, Yes, and once this glitter wanes down, which also looks like cherry blossoms as it's fading, uh, or just flower petals, everything is restored back to normal. The field of light, all fixed. The end. Uh, That's not the end of the episode, though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, they have to go back home. And as we all know, 100 years in the real world is one year in the realm of light. No, it's the other way. I, I said it the right way that time, oh. actually. Oh, yeah, man. I adjusted. I was Nagisa in this case. I am the See, I'm the cure black of the podcast, okay? Cassidy's the cure white. Nagisa's worried that when they get back to Earth, they're gonna have agent old ladies, but Hanukkah says, no, everyone else will be a hundred years old. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Nagisa's like, that's not, that's not better. And then the grandpa fairy, the, I don't know, I don't know this man. I called him Gigimon in his, my notes. Uh, His name is Senior. His real name's not much better. Yeah, it's just, it's just Senior. Well, Senior, Senior, Senior (laughs) says that Polan is just going to adjust time. So... I guess that's a thing we can do now. Well, well, he is the Prince of Light. And time and light are the same thing. Yes. yes. Uh, but be- That's why it's measured in light years. Mm. Oh, I guess it's you're the actually same right. Thing. I, I was just being silly. There's actually... <laughs> <laughs> There's a scientific basis to some of the bullshit I say. <laughs> it's also, he's also a Nintendo DS. Those, those also have the power to bend space and time. Yes, they do. <laughs> But before they return to the field of rainbow, they gotta say goodbye to Meeple and Mipple. Yeah, they're here at home. They're gonna stay. Yeah. Honoka and Mipple uh, have a nice heartfelt farewell, but Nisa and Meeple are incapable of being straightforward with each other. So they're like, whatever. I'm glad I don't have to take care of you anymore. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Bye. See, this is why I'm Cure Black, because I also nag my friends. <laughs> but as they are, like, being pulled up into the rainbow, both Mipple and Meeple just went over into the circle. Very, like, sad. It's very sad. Everyone's just a little sad. Yeah. Also, I just realized that I'm extremely less Cure Black since we started, because I have gone all the way to, like... I will tell all of my friends I love them mode instead of being like this weird <laughs> standoffish. <laughs> so, like, see, I am losing all of my ground for saying I was cure black. <laughs> is what I'm saying. See, I knew from the start I was cure black and you're cure white. We need to do that poll again, Tanner. Do you agree? You're here. Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Putting you on the spot right now. I don't think either of you can truly be contained within the boundaries of Cure Black and Cure White. Uh, c- come find me again when you have a season that has, like, a whole bunch of cures. Uh, that will- what you're saying is that neither of us can be constrained to the binary. Whoa. Exactly. There's, mo- there's more than two cure genders. <laughs> Excellent. All right. I'll give you that. So once the back... Honoka kind of cries into Chutoro, and we get to see Grandma, who invites Nagisa over to dinner. Uh, and as she walks away to go make dinner, she says, good job. So she fucking knew. She knows things. She truly is cure gray. She knows too much. Yes. Also, before Grandma shows up, um, Honoka says that, like, it, it's good that we don't have to fight anymore, right? Like, isn't this for the best? 
And Nagus is like, yeah, this is great. Our friends are in another dimension. This is fine. It's fine. You know, you know how it is. You fight an evil monster and you defeat it and you have to be separated from your friends. Doesn't that happen to everyone? I think that happened to Sailor Moon the first time. That, that's what high school graduation is. Yes. You defeat the evil that is high school. And then you have to separate Forever. from your friends. Yes. Until the anniversary movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we got to see that uh, Nagisa is at school. She's finished with her class practice. She's like washing her face in one of those sinks. And she's thinking of Meeple and being like, I hope he's eating properly. Hope he's doing all right. And she hears a phantom Meepo on the wind. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Metal Gear Solid Five, the Phantom Meepo. <laughs> and then we see her at home, and she uh. Opens up her drawer and she hears another Meepo when she looks at the, uh... They still have the journals. Well, yeah, they're just regular journals, it's probably. Like, I don't think Wisdom ever put any actual magic in there. Hmm. Didn't we say you had to have the phones in order to read it? That's what we, like, thought of, but I don't think it was ever said in the show. Nah, probably not. Now she gets real sad again. A light shines in the sky, very reminiscent of episode one. Even more reminiscent, she gets smacked in the face with a phone, and a bunch of cards fall to the ground. She gets dunked in the head by a, an electronic device for the third time of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Maple. Take care He's of back. me, Nagisa. Take care of me. And they start crying, and they go in for a hug, but then Nagisa starts pulling his face and be like, Take care of you? Take care of you? What the fuck? <laughs> you little brat. Starts giving him noogies. Yes. More looks like she's just punching him in the head. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and she hears from outside is Honoka. And Honoka is with Mipple and also Poland? Yeah, Poland's, Poland's here, now. here now. <laughs> yep. He's just in the show, I guess. Or he would be. But that's the end of the episode. There's no more. Pretty Cure's done. That's a wrap on Pretty yes. Cure. What a nice ending. Yep. They defeat the villains and they still get to keep their friends. Yeah. And nothing else is going to happen. Uh, so I guess next week we're going to be studying Max Hart. Well, mm, we got to do a Ben 10 episode, right? Oh, yeah. How can I forget about Benis- Benison Tennyson? That's not how you say his name. <laughs> Benjamin Tenjamin. Thanks for joining us, Tanner, to talk about the last episode of Wa. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you specifically sought me out for this episode, although I'm still curious as to why. Yeah, I don't know either. You know, uh, I, I don't really... I just wanted to have someone on for the last episode, and you asked... Well, did you ask me on it? Did I ask you? I don't remember. I, I think you asked me, and I was like, I'm busy. And then I asked you, and you're like, okay, episode 26, that's in four months. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it worked out perfectly. I just wanted someone to be here with us to talk about the ending of Pretty Cure. And what better than you, Tanner? Well, I'm glad I was... I'm glad to be here for it. To see the the ending. Yes. Definitely the ending. Definitely not just halfway through the first season. This is not a... This is not the mid-season finale right before Christmas break on the CW. Yeah, it's... 
those three things that went flying, don't worry about it. Yeah, they're just giant-sized Gomena. It's fine. Yes. I mean, what else could happen? The Jakku King's been defeated. The Jizuka Zone's no more. What else could go on? What else could possibly go wrong? Traffic violations. <laughs> you think the pretty kids are going to stop traffic violations? Yes. They could. They, I they're, mean, they're going to get a third one, and they're going to become Cure Green, Cure Amber, and Cure Red. Who's the third? Curia. I don't know. Grandma. <laughs> I mean, I guess Cure Green would work with Curia, because he has green hair. And Poland's the fairy, because Poland's also green. Hmm. Yes. This all checks out. Yep. Sounds good to me. I mean, technically, there would be more of uh, Honoka and Aisa, because Max Heart is the second season of Futaiwa. Yeah, that's the one that's where they're fighting for traffic safety. <laughs> this, the entire season is just about traffic safety. Yep. <laughs> they pull a very, uh, what is the name of that anime? The start of, uh, your favorite anime, Cassidy. What is it called again? Uh, Samurai Flamenco? Yes, they pull a Samurai Flamenco and just stop, uh, minor crimes, like, littering. <laughs> I can't wait for the episode where Honoka rides a bike for, like, ten minutes to return someone's umbrella in the rain. <laughs> oh, God. Alright, Carter, plug your stuff. Alright, so, you can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart, and you can also find several of the podcasts that I'm involved with. I am the GM of a Pokemon tabletop actual play podcast called Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. That's at PKMN underscore Millennium on Twitter. Um, and that is an explicit podcast. We, we're not like extreme edgy Pokemon, but we cuss a lot about the Pokemon. And they appreciate that because like most animals, they just like when you say something in a funny voice. Cussing in a podcast. Mm, Never heard of it. ridiculous. All, all the podcasts I'm involved in become cussing podcasts, even if I try not to. It's okay. When uh, we first started this podcast, I was going to ask Cassidy if we should be a swearing podcast. But then we swore, like, what, five minutes in, and I'm like, well, I guess that answers it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I also have Not If I Reboot You First, which you can find on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod, and that's pronounced Meeple! Meeple! I, I have no idea if those were good noises. <laughs> they um, weren't any worse than any of the other noises you've done. That's, that's oh, no. probably true. Anyways, Not If I Reboot You First is a podcast that I host with my friend Lindsay where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood has a chance to. It's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction. Um, in one of our more recent episodes, we attempted to reboot Cyber 6, but I had a back injury, so halfway through it just turned into me trying to explain wrestling, even though neither of us know anything I about it. I am excited to go hmm. and listen to that one. Also, me and Cassie have been on Not If I Reboot You First, so you, you enjoy all voices separately. separately and not together. Yeah, if you listen to this show and you think, mm, this is just like a little too much, I need like half of this. <laughs> 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 we need 0.5 Precure. I like one of the hosts, but the other one... Mm. <laughs> please don't tell us if that's the case. No, yes, no. please don't. They're a package deal. Except for the times we aren't. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are. If you listen to Charlie's guest episode on Not If I Reboot You First, you're legally obligated to listen to Cassidy's, or I will come to your house. And I, oh, I won't no. enter the house, because social distancing, but I'll stand in the doorway and I'll give you judgy looks. <laughs> you have a 
what? Speaking of judging things, <laughs> I recently launched a third bespoke podcast with my friend Christina, and it is called Loser Like Me, and it is a Glee recap and review podcast where we will go through every episode of Glee and re- recap and review it. I've never seen Glee. Well, this is a great place to start. You can either watch along on Netflix or just try and figure out what's going on by me and Christina's reactions as we count up the crimes of Will Schuster. That's how I listen to ECAP podcasts. I don't watch what they're recapping and reviewing. I just listen to what they're saying. But here's the thing. Here's the thing is that we're, we're also accepting guests on that show. And hmm. we are we really appreciate people who come in completely blind. I'm pretty hmm. sure our first guest has never seen anything or heard anything of Glee. I'd definitely be interested. Like, be like me coming onto this podcast, be entirely in a vacuum, you show up and immediately there is a man with no neck hurtling to hell. <laughs> I thought you were describing Degrassi for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Degrassi is a completely different beast, and I would need, like, outside funding to do my Degrassi recap podcast, which is still something I would like to do, because Degrassi's a lot, yo. And if you want to be like Tanner and just come in blind, like, Tanner and most of our guests, I don't remember, did any- We had one one guest who had watched all of Pretty Cure in one year. Yes, how could I forget? Uh, So if you want to do that, you can contact us on Twitter at Engage. Or if you want to talk to me on Twitter, I've been doing stuff. I don't know. What do, what do I do on Twitter? I just, my Twitter is just my unending thoughts just poured out for everyone memes. to see. I do you do, do memes. memes. But if you want to see any of that, you can find me at Magical underscore Pride. And you can find me on Twitter at Madlobotanist on Twitter. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Where I spent like a day tweeting ideas for theme park rides. They were all very and good. If, yeah, I'm going to say they were just all very, very good. I, I can't remember what I suggested, but I know it was something completely weird. It was the um, Oak Island or whatever it was oh, called. Oh, that's right. And I decided it should be like a, um, a walkthrough attraction slash like stunt show. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, you can also find me on a podcast called Dr. Crackpot's Podcast of the Day. I'm a reactionary <laughs> recap podcast about Gravity Falls. Wait, no, that's... That's not true. You can follow me there, but that podcast doesn't really exist. Uh, really, you can watch follow me on at Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby Doo movie review and recap. You're two podcast. years old now. Uh, it happened. You're walking now. We gotta. When this episode comes out, it should be after your two year anniversary. Our two year anniversary episode is not coming out until the end of April, but like the month of April is our anniversary month because technically we started a little bit before, but. A lot of the stuff was posted on April 1st, nice. and it's like a whole thing. And if you want to hear me and Cassidy in the future on a podcast, you should start listening to Apex City right now so that you can be caught up for all hindsight episodes. Yes, hindsight gold age just ended, ended which means we're going to get like another episode of future before no. you might hear my voice. We are not getting gold age, so has one episode to come out. There's three episodes. I thought episode three. Three save. No, just it was, came that out. was episode two. Because January was future, then February was gold, March and March was last month, which was gold. So this month will also be gold. Oh yeah, okay. I was just I'm, I'm just completely wrong. <laughs> you just really want to get to the Silver Age. I know. That look, it's true. Um, speaking of hearing my voice in the future, maybe go listen to Tanner's podcast. 
Or I'll definitely go listen to Tanner's podcast, but that's, maybe it's related. Just any of Tanner's podcasts, pick one. Yeah, I might show up on any of them without <laughs> Tanner knowing. The spirit of Cassidy <laughs> is with us always. <laughs> I'll just bust down the door and suddenly be in the podcast. It's fine. One of these days, Cassidy is going to show up on one of my podcasts and she will like enact revenge on me for me completely derailing kids and their dog on a monthly basis. <laughs> No, oh, you don't. You, ooh, ooh, I am so excited for when I get to do. Mm, let's say I have a. Let's just say I have a PowerPoint. And if you also like future podcasts, you could go follow the Twitter account Love Core Gaming, where I'll have a podcast in like three months. The first episode will be out in like three months, but you can follow it now. Why well, will be talking me and guests? We'll be talking about the romance systems in games and judging them. Are there any other future podcasts we can plug? Uh, not that I'm aware of. We could invent some, and then if they don't happen, it's just like a, a Doom timeline. <laughs> okay. I, I don't have any names right away, but I definitely have thought about a lot of podcast ideas. You should go follow up our F- Danny Phantom podcast, which... Well, going ghostal. Going ghostal, yes. Where uh, it's going to be me, Cassidy, and who was authored? Jeremy. Jeremy. Alternate title is "Wake Me Up Before You Go Ghost." Oh my god! <laughs> I think I like that one better. That could be a future podcast. Also, one day I will definitely be making Rabbit Season a Rabbits podcast recap and review podcast. You need to let me on that podcast. I have thoughts. I'll, I'll be letting everyone on that podcast. It's going to be free for all. Listen, I have some thoughts about fucking rabbits. All right. I I have had a joke podcast idea forever that I'll never do because I don't have the guts. Um, but speaking of guts, the idea is Gas Cast 2, the sequel to Gas Cast. <laughs> well. Anyways. <laughs> I think that's it for this episode. So, until next time. We need your help, people. Popo. I'm tall. You see, I was never good at ARGs, and that's why I never got very far in Neopets. Now tell me, are you down with the Precure?